Welcome to another podcast in the series of The Lockdown Legacy, where people talk to us about their real lives, real stories, and what they've been going through during the compulsory lockdowns caused by COVID-19 and the pandemic. This is a project overseen by Stepping Stone Theatre for Mental Health, in which we talk to the communities in and around Gainsborough, West Lindsay, Lincolnshire, and now the greater areas surrounding. This is The Lockdown Legacy. And today, Jamie's story. Welcome to another podcast in the series of The Lockdown Legacy, The Community Speaks, a podcast in which I talk to real people about their real lives and they tell me real stories about what they've been going through and what they went through during the compulsory lockdowns caused by COVID-19, the pandemic. Like I say, these are real stories from people in and around Gainsborough, West Lindsay, Lincolnshire, and now the wider area. And there's a chap right now who I've been wanting to talk to for many, many weeks, and we've finally got him to sit down for more than five minutes, and here he is, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Bill. Oh, eventually we've got you. We've got you. <laughs> I'm a very hard man to track down, apparently. You certainly are. So, you got the idea of what we're doing with the lockdown legacy. It's a legacy for generations to come so they can listen and find out what we, at the moment, are going through during the lockdowns and COVID-19. So, the lockdowns and COVID, Jamie, how was it, in a nutshell, how was it for you? So, for me, it's been uh, very busy. Uh, I've worked all throughout the lockdown uh, in two different roles one uh i wasn't i wasn't happy in the role i don't know why i applied to the role but i only had the job for nine months uh working for a quite a large company in lincolnshire it was an accounting job and i've never done accounts before in my life and i'm absolutely (laughs) rubbish at math uh so i'm not quite sure why i applied for the role but they they extended my probation um twice mm. uh, and then on the third time they said uh, you know I'm, I'm very sorry but we're going to have to terminate your contract because you're not performing as well as we would want you to and my yeah. reaction was uh, thank goodness you've said that because I was close to saying it I was a little bit upset because it's never nice losing a job mm. you know I, I, I got the feeling of um, I started to go down a little bit uh, feeling of being worthlessness, not being able to do anything right, things like that. And I thought, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm not going to let myself get like that again. So I applied for another job, and I'm now working for on behalf of the NHS on one of the COVID nineteen testing sites. Um, we are what what are called MTU mobile testing units. So mm-hmm. we get to work in the morning. We get given a van with a load of COVID test kits in. We get given three brand new company cars, get told where we're going that day, and off we go. So for the past oh, past two months, we've been in Spalding every day at a place called the Fun Farm, mm-hmm. handing out, uh, which I find very, very relevant. Um, the Fun Farm. That's just the me. Fun Farm. Yeah. Yeah, um, to which we all affectionately, affectionately refer to it as the funny farm mm. uh, it's a wonderful place but we go there in in the, one of the fields they get they've got there we set up the van and we wait for people who booked for covid tests to come in we give them tests they do their test and away they go um and i absolutely love 
that job. It's one of the best jobs, if not the best job I've had. And it's more for, not the work, because there can be quiet periods, but it's more for the people I work with. Mm -hmm. And the people I work with, we're in a team of 10 people. And uh, I wouldn't necessarily mix with those people Mm -hmm. outside of my work life. Um, if I wasn't to know them, I wouldn't go up to them in a pub and start a conversation with them. But since working with them, I absolutely love each and every one of them. They, they're all from various backgrounds. We've got uh, we've got a PE teacher, uh, we've got a uh, hotel manager, and there's a guy who used to work for the police um, on our team. Wow! So we, you know, various different backgrounds, various stories. We've got one lady. Um, She's uh, she's in her sixties and she is the filthiest woman I've ever met. <laughs> she but she is amazing. Some of the stuff that comes out of her mouth is something you would expect to come out of a teenager's mouth. But we love her for it because she is loving life. I am really pleased that you are, <clears throat> as you say, happy right now because I do want to take just a little step backwards, uh, a couple of okay. steps, a couple of steps actually. You said that you were in a job that you knew you were underqualified for and and it was all that again was all during lockdown and covid and you were going to work in the big city in lincoln the underqualification mm-hmm. of that job but you still had to go to work every day and do it. how did that affect your mental health at the time jamie it really did affect me in a in a bad way because i I was brought up quite traditionally, so I was brought up with the work ethic of you are paid to do a job, so do that job as best as you can. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel I was doing that job to the best of my ability because I didn't quite understand the job. Mm -hmm. Um, I did ask for help uh, numerous times, and I I kept getting asked, what training do I think I need? And I said to them, I don't know what training I need because I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Um, Uh, And I I said, from a management point of view, if I was the manager, I wouldn't ask anybody what training they think they need. I would see what they're doing wrong or I would oversee their role and what they're doing. And I would say, right, these are the mistakes you've made. These are the areas we're going to train you up a little bit more on. So for me, um, I think when I started the job as well, because it was under um, under lockdown rules, my uh, my manager, she was shielding at home, uh, mm-hmm. but working from home. So all of my training was done via um, Teams, uh, video call oh, and right, yeah, yeah. screen sharing. So maybe there was an element of I didn't pick up what I needed to as quick as I should have, or I didn't understand what I was doing. But I also think from my personal opinion, there was definitely an element of under training or me not being training trained sufficiently to mm. do that job. So that kind of thing, you say that a, that upset your morals, the work ethic that you've got in you. I, I go to work and I've got to do that job to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. Then you'd also sit there underqualified and undertrained. And also you're doing your training on something that's quite alien at the time for a lot of us was online, you know, the, the, the Zooms and the, and the Teams and all that kind of stuff. That must have impacted on you uh, and your confidence, Jamie, at the time. It did. It did knock my confidence because the whole, the whole situation made me feel stupid. Ah, um, right, it, yeah, yeah. It, it made me feel like 
um, it almost like I was a child being told off. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't like that because it was the way they were coming up to me and saying, you've made this mistake, um, can you correct it? But they weren't showing me properly how to correct it. Ah, I see. So I would then say, how do, how do I correct it? And, and there was one instance where they said, well, you've, you've, you've been here long enough, you should know. Oh dear. Now, for, for me, the the way the way I would work would be: it doesn't matter how many times you need to show somebody something, as long as they do it right. Mm-hmm. Every, every day, I, I'm still a big big believer of every day is a, a school day. Mm-hmm. So you will learn something new every day, whether that be in your personal life, your work life. But if you don't understand something, ask ask for clarification and then it's that other person's responsibility to show you what you're doing wrong and for me I didn't get that I didn't I didn't get told or shown and again maybe it's because I wasn't picking it up quick enough but mm-hmm. it, it was the attitude that I was getting back of well you should know how to do that by now I've shown you that before um, but again the, the, the thing of why I kept having to ask is like I've mentioned I'd never done that job before Yeah. Um, in, in my life I'd never done an accounts job in my life I didn't know what I was doing um, I was in way above my head mm-hmm. you know I and I knew that but I didn't want to I didn't want to quit the job and I know this may sound wrong I didn't want to quit the job because then it would make it harder for me to get another job um, or, or or benefits help with benefits if I needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, but morally, time, morally on that, Jamie, and I, I know your personality well. You would have seen that as as being a failure. Yes. If you'd have walked yes. out of that job, you would have said to yourself, "I have failed at this." Yeah, yeah, because I, I and I didn't personally. I wasn't in. I wasn't in a place as low as I have been before but I was still in quite a low place and and I knew if I was to walk out on that job it would put me back down mm. at the bottom of the pit where I have been before mm-hmm. and in in my heart of hearts I knew I didn't want to be back in that place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I stuck at it doing the best the best I could with what I'd been shown and a detriment to your own uh, mental and physical health by the sounds of it as well yes yeah Let's jump forward then. Let's see the gift from that. And the gift is the the job that you're doing now. Because I have noticed in the last few weeks, I've only spoke to you three or four times, setting up this podcast and getting ready, that you have gone from being in that pit of despair, you've come out of that pit of despair, and now you're back to that their bubbly Jamie Simpson again. Yeah, and I like I like where I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentally, I I like it. Um, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not going to say I'm a hundred percent, but ne- I am never very, will very be close Any- to it. Anybody who has mental health challenges, we know this, Jamie. Uh, and I, I will say at this point, Jamie's a stalwart member of Stepping Stone Theatre, who was listening out there in podcast land. And anybody who has mental health challenges will never be a hundred percent. There's no such thing. We know that, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. But but um, the transition from where you were. In that job, that dark, dank, unqualified feeling, you know, that everything was going wrong. So where you are now, we have, again, we have to say thank you, COVID, because you've made me feel mentally well. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, it, it really has. And the thing I like about this job, and again, it goes back to, in a way, it goes back to qualifications. It, you know, you don't need um, you don't need a qualification to do the job I'm doing. Anybody can do it. We've got people doing it who have got degrees. And then you've got myself who didn't get very good grades at school, um, not never even thought about going to university, doing exactly the same job. And nobody on the team has got that um, that attitude of I'm above you or you're beneath me. Mm -hmm. We are all on the same level. We're all affected by COVID. We are all doing a job. And I like it. We are all, we, we, we get on like we've known each other for more than two months. Mm, uh, mm. I, I was late. I was late joining the team. When I joined the team, it was already an established team. So again, I went in with a fear of not getting on with anybody, not being accepted by the team, you know, not, not, uh, not socializing enough uh, or not putting enough input into the team. And there was none of that. It was as soon as I got into that team, it was right. You're a member of our team now. Welcome. Um, I, have, I have to ask you, Jimmy, was that trepidation part of the baggage that you were bringing with you from the last job? Yeah, I was feeling low from losing my last job. Um, and although there was a little bit of, there was a little bit of excitement because I'd managed to get a new job. Mm -hmm. um, so I was excited about that, felt good about that. There was also that, that reluctance to, uh, of um, am I going to be accepted? Which that goes with me. That goes back quite a long way. I find it hard. I because I've been bullied quite a lot. Mm -hmm. I I think people are going to bully me instantly. Mm -hmm. um, which that doesn't happen. I mean, you know me, Bill. I am a laughy, jokey person. I will tell jokes till the cows come home, no matter how rubbish they are. Yeah. And the the team the team I'm on, uh, they laugh at them. Um, or they tell me if it's a really bad joke, they will say that is shocking. Don't tell that one again. Um, that is instant. That's instant camaraderie because you know yourself. Humor, humor is a great way of leveling the playing field. It is, and you can guarantee we, we laugh every day. And, and it can be over something simple. Um, it can be over the silliest little thing. But you can guarantee every day we have a laugh. And yes, there are times where a member of the team is is not feeling their greatest, or you know, you can tell they're having a bad day. They, you know, they've got problems in their personal life, and and we we don't divulge into that. We don't say, "Oh, what's going on? What's going on? Are you okay?" Mm -hmm. It's more of it's more of how are you? Is there anything we can do to help? So, you're so it is. It's like incredibly it's like a supportive family. You yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, what do you think, as well as kind of, you know, you've got a job and it's just a nice steady job and you're working with a good team, what are the benefits for you now, Jamie, doing that? Uh, what are you getting from it? So, me, I am outdoors every day. Mm. Um, so, I'm outdoors. I'm in, I'm in a field, essentially. So, on the quieter periods, I'm walking up and down, getting my steps in, which yeah. for me is a good thing because at the minute I'm on a diet. I've got a, a goal to lose um, a, a, a ton of weight. I'm not going to say how much, okay. but I've got a goal to lose some weight um, because I am at the heaviest I've ever been. Right. And I want that to change. For, for my physical health and I know it will have an impact on my mental health. So for me, the benefits are I'm outdoors, I'm walking, I'm doing on average 11, 12,000 steps a day. Good. Um, but then to back that up as well, I've also joined the gym. Uh, so every other day, whether I'm at work or not, 
I'm at the gym. So the days I'm at work, I'll go to work, get home, uh, get my gym stuff. We'll go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, the benefits is I'm getting healthy or I'm trying to get healthy whilst I'm at work. I think when you said trying, I think the benefits are right there. It's giving you motivation. Yeah, it really has. By the sounds of it. Whereas the last job that you were in, you were totally unmotivated even to do the job. Yeah. And, and the motivation, one one element of that, um, I, I did something at work the other day I've not done since I was about 15. Um, I, I started to jog. Now, I, I was, it started as a joke. I said, oh, shall I, shall I, you know, because they all know I'm at the gym and they all know I'm trying to lose weight. I said, oh, I said, you watch, soon I'll be sprinting around this field. And a, a joke, a joke, was, a joke was, was made of it. And I turned around and said, I think I'll start with a slow jog at first. And uh, the lady who's the PE teacher, she said, try it. Do it now. Do, you know, why, why not go around here? And it wasn't, I wasn't pushed into it. Yeah. Everyone was saying, if you're not comfortable, stop. You know, do, do, just do as much as you can. So the support was there from the team. And I jogged around um, the, the field. It, and I did it in the, and then the guy who was, who used to be, uh, in the police force, he said, I'll tell you what, we'll time you. See how, see how long it takes. And then you can, if you can improve on that time. So that, it's only a small field. Really? I managed to do it in 38 seconds the first day. And then the second day, uh, someone said, Oh, you've not done your job today. So I did it again and I managed to shave. I think it was like eight seconds off. I did it in 30 seconds. Um, and then I've not done it again since. Well, uh, but mate, someone did. <laughs> someone did mention yesterday. You've not done your jog for a while, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going I'm to get a bit healthier and then carry that on. But it's, I take my hat off to you, mate. That you, in in a very short time indeed, you've left one job that was obviously causing issues with your mental and physical well-being. You went mm-hmm. almost straight into another job where you were a bit kind of trepidatious and meeting new people, and suddenly you're very very comfortable you, you're jogging in front of people you're exercising in front of people i have to say this as we come to the close of our podcast today jamie i have to ask and i ask a lot of people uh to share what their hint or tip would be to someone who's listening to this who might be having who might be struggling you talked about both sides of the coin you talked about the bad side of covid uh in the bad job and the good side of covid if you've got a hint or a tip to one one of our listeners out there in podcast land what would it be mate uh, so, so there's a couple of couple of things with this because as you know bill there's never just one thing with me absolutely um, <laughs> so the first one would be you are not alone. Mm-hmm. You do not have to. You do not have to do it alone. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. One of my favourite sayings is it's okay to not be okay, yeah. but it's not okay to to not ask for help. Yeah. Um, so you are not alone. For what you are going through, there will be somebody out there who can sympathise with you and help you get through what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And the, the other thing is, I've noticed sometimes when I'm feeling low, my wife has said to me, "Your attitude towards me has been horrible." So I would say as well, and I think this has been mentioned before, actually, don't blame other people for what you're going through. Ah, nice. Don't take it out on other people. It's not their fault, and also, it's not your fault. Yeah. 
It's yeah. nobody's fault. Nobody asked for mental health. Nobody asked for mental health problems. Yeah. It's nobody's fault you are going through that. You are not defined by your illness, as we often exactly. say. Exactly. Yeah. And, Jamie, one final thing that I will ask you, my friend, is if you saw Bill running down the street with a microphone in his hand going, excuse me, do you want to be on our legacy podcast and tell generations to come what you're going through? What would you say to them, Jamie? Well, the first thing I'd ask, Bill, is um, how you can talk without being out of breath after you've just run down the street. <laughs> and the second thing... <laughs> I'll chuck a leaf out of your book. I'll chuck a leaf out. <laughs> I'll start a jogging, mate. You've inspired me to jog. <laughs> and the second thing I would say is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Mr. Jamie Simpson, entertainer extraordinaire, I'd like to thank you ever so much for your openness and your honesty about your mental health and the challenges that you went through during the lockdowns. But now we are celebrating because you've come out the other side and knocked eight seconds off your own personal best. <laughs> Jamie, thank you ever so much, my friend. Thank you for having me, Bill. Not a problem. Speak to you soon. Take good care. Bye. Bye. So there you have it, another great podcast from a member of our community, Jamie, talking about what he went through in and out of work, finding a job he couldn't do, and then finding a job that he really loved, working, incidentally, for COVID-19 and the vaccination team. If you want to be part of the Lockdown Legacy, then you can get in contact with me at ask at thelockdownlegacy.co.uk. That's ask at thelockdownlegacy.co.uk. And who knows, your story could be part of the legacy that may help someone with their journey of what they're going through caused by the compulsory lockdowns with their mental and physical well-being. This is the Lockdown Legacy, overseen by Stepping Stone Theatre for Mental Health. And who knows, next time it could be you. Bye, and thanks for listening to this one. Like I say, the Lockdown Legacy, overseen by Stepping Stone Theatre for Mental Health. Real people, real lives and real stories of what they've been going through during the compulsory lockdowns. Catch you next time. Thank you.